Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Uh, if you're watching or listening right now, we're coming out a little bit late. Normally, we come out on Thursday mornings at midnight. Uh, today, I made an exception because we have a very special guest here with us. Um, as a lot of you all know, this last Monday, we had the premiere screening of our documentary, Love God, Love People. Uh, here in Franklin, Tennessee, and it was an amazing night. Uh, I got to see a lot of people I haven't seen in a while, uh, people who are just mean a lot to our family. And so if you were listening and you were there, uh, thank you for being there. And some of you also probably watched it live uh, online. Glad that you guys were able to join us on Monday night to watch the movie. Um, but the reason today's episode is a little late is because we actually have our guest today is the director of Love God, Love People, Mr. Mike Everett. Yes. Mike yes. Thank you for being here, Mike. It's, it's good to have you here in Franklin. Um, welcome. And I just got to say, what an amazing job you did on the movie. Well, I appreciate that. It was a love effort over a lot of years. And as I say, that I'm really, I feel like it's a weight off my shoulder. We, we were talking about this before we started this. I was very anxious probably not nervous but anxious because we were talking about this earlier only a select few have seen this movie my small team was uh, my co-writer robert color guy keith my dp uh dustin veneman myself and the katinas and some of your family mm-hmm. and that's it so when it came to monday night it was the first time that anybody outside of our circle seen the movie and I've gone through this before. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. So you're going to say, oh, are they going to like it? Are they going <laughs> to fall asleep? Or, but after the, the response we got and we could see that people liked it, oh, it's a big weight off my shoulder. <laughs> so I think people did like it. So I think it's, it, was, it was worth it, right? Well, I, I know for me, Mike, as someone, hearing the stories of my dad, my grandfather, so I'm a little biased, but I was I was watching it on Monday and I was like, wow, this is just an incredible production. The way the the story was written out is so smooth and seamless. And I know a lot of the credit for that goes to you. So um, I do want to we're going to talk about the movie today. I know that this movie has been several, several years in the making. And I would like to start at the beginning, Mike and dad and uncle's. How were you guys, I guess, introduced, and what was the, um, what were those conversations like? Whose idea was it? Well, we need to make a movie. What was what was the beginning of this project like for you guys? Well, my recollection, it's been a while. I was going to say it's been a long time. So, remind us how well, this happened. I met the I met the brothers. I, I'm I can't even remember what year it was. What year did y'all first come to Turlock? We, y'all said the Turlock Community so Theater. Boston wasn't born yet, so it was... Uh, 19 there, years so 19, 20 years ago. That's when I first met the guys. Wow. My uh, partner, and Matt Swanson, we own the Creation Lab, Creation Lab Pictures. 
I think he brought y'all into Turlock. Mm-hmm. He met you guys through the Greg Laurie Ministries, I think, mm-hmm. yep. even before that. So I yep. met the guys 20 years ago, and they came to Turlock. That's where I live now. And Joe, basically, his, he, you know, and I've seen him a lot of times since then. He kind of tells a little bit about their story. And I learned years ago, from my experience, when God, you know, we all said, well, God told us to do this. God, but my experience is when I really hear from God, it's not one time. It's over, mm-hmm. over, over. Even if it's something you may not want to do, but it keeps poking at you. Mm-hmm. And I think I came to Joe and said, man, I, we need to get this mm-hmm. on film. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of just... <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> you're not the first one that yeah. came and said, we need to write a book. We need yeah. to do a movie. And uh, it's, hard, it's hard not to get right cynical or like not cynical. or who is mike everett you or, know? or yeah. just like okay well thank you thank yeah you, or who you are know? you you know yeah I, sometimes i think that's just a compliment that people give it you does. oh your story should be in a book or on a movie yeah. and so mike mike approached me yeah and i did it over and over and over and okay for the lord if, the, if that's what you do you know i'll go to whatever he like i say just kept poking at me mm-hmm. keep asking you guys then I can think a few years later, I think it's kind of like y'all kind of revamped the ministry a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you came to me and said, man, I think we're ready. I don't know what year that was, but. Um. Oh, yeah. And I do want, can we, I want to say to Mike, but also I want to say to Matt. Right. Matt, Mike's uh, partner. We don't have time to go into that whole story, mm-hmm. but this, it was just a miracle, God's provision, how we met. Uh, there's people in Turlock. Mike's from Turlock. Matt from Turlock. Jim Vieira, uh, Jeff Lascano, Mike Ireland. All these people. We never heard of Turlock <laughs> until <laughs> 20 years ask. ago. And yet Turlock has a special place in the lives and the career and the ministry of the Katinas because we were in a transitional phase where we had just left Goatee. The industry was changing. And I don't know how else to put it. We needed money. We were either going to go to the bank and try to get a loan that we probably couldn't uh, approve for or qualify in that time. And we were, you know, 20 years ago, we had uh, very small, uh, limited um, uh, knowledge about the business. And then God introduced us to Matt Swanson. And uh, without going into details, we didn't have to go to the bank. Yeah. So that's, and then Matt, uh, Mike kept pursuing us. And uh, I remember, you know, we'd stay at the little Fairfield Inn in Turlock and, hey, Mike's coming to meet us in the lobby. And we had several of those meetings uh, before the, the process began. Yeah. So we have, Josh, we've done some things, you know, in the last 30 years. We've never done anything like this. Right. So we didn't quite know what it entailed and what it would require. And so since working on the documentary, Mike and I, or all of us, it was kind of a love-hate relationship. Every time we'd see Mike's name pop up on our phones, we're like, what does he need now? I need this. I need this picture. I need this. What footage does he need? But, man, ultimately, we had no idea until we were sitting in our seats in Franklin Theater. And that's common. A lot of people don't know what it takes to do these things. And what freaks me out, you know, you go to the major labels, like Star Wars, for example, say it cost $150 million five years to make. And can people complain about buying a ten dollar ticket? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it took to make this thing? <laughs> you know, I understand now. Same yeah. thing with music, but yeah, yeah, movies sure. are a total different level. Sure. 
I got to say that as Jesse was talking about, man, we had no idea. There were several times when we were begging you, man, let's just put it out. Let's put it out. No. And the last couple of days, Mike, I need to tell you that the five of us, our brother Dave and some of our uh, Josh and some of our other team, we are so thankful that it didn't come out yeah. when we wanted it to. And I told you guys it's kind of like a record. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to put a record out unless it's overdubbed, mixed. Mixed, mastered. Yeah. That's why I was so nervous yeah. when I gave you the first version because I don't even want to show your dad. Yeah. Which I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Please don't let anybody see it. Yeah. Because my dream was the first time anybody except maybe us five or six, I wanted the kids to see it first time in the theater. Yeah. yeah. Well, in a way, it was almost that even though they saw some of it. Yeah. There, Lori and our nephews and these and sons were like, hey, it's almost like they didn't see. Like it was a whole different right. Monday night oh, was yeah. different. It was on big screen. It was yeah. colored. Yeah. yeah. Sound was mixed. The story was smooth. Yeah. So. So, Mike, I, I was actually thinking about this uh, after, uh, um, maybe on Tuesday. I was thinking outside of people with the last name Katina, you might be the person who knows our story from beginning to, to where we're at now better than anyone else. You probably, you might know it better than some Katinas well, know it. Well, a good thing about me, um, I did a movie when I first came to Turlock. It was a history of Turlock. I was commissioned to do it. Big, it was a big thing. It was well done. Uh, they're coming on their 100-year corporation. And they wanted somebody not from Turlock to do it because I had no bias. Mm. You know, um, so like Ken Burns, he did a documentary on country music. Okay. Really didn't know much about country music, mm -hmm. but he went in there unbiased. Mm. I came in unbiased. Yeah. Like, Josh, if you did the movie, it'd be right. totally different. It'd be lopsided, biased to your family. Definitely. So it, I think it takes somebody from the outside wow. looking in to see what's relevant or not. Yeah. So I don't think that makes sense. Well, well I, I want to ask you about that, Mike, because as someone, an outsider, looking in at the story of the Katinas, when you first started, I guess, interviewing my dad and my uncles and laying out the story... In those beginning phases, I would love to ask you, as a, a, a director and as an artist, to you, what was the, the, the theme of the story of the Katinas that you wanted to get across in this film? There were several, but the first one that always came to mind, I think we talked about that, Dad's Salvation. How one man's salvation coming to Christ can be transformed, can change generations. That's why I love what you said. If the, you know, if it takes one soul, that one soul could be your dad. And it's not only that one soul; it's his kids, it's his grandkids. Wow. Where would you guys be today if your dad, didn't, your granddad, didn't get saved? Right. I think some of y'all might have been in the game. Some of you might have been. In, we don't know these things. That was the defining, really the 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 the, the main one. But after I got into it, there's so many others. Mm -hmm. I, but I think the key, the very key of this movie is when you guys got, got out of that Arista contract because you didn't want to go secular. Mm. God said, I'm blessing these guys for doing that. You took a stand. How many guys would be temptation? How many artists mm. did that? They started in gospel. Well, I'm going to try the mm -hmm. secular. Never went back. Mm. Got into drugs. Got into blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think that's after, the, after he, I saw the movie... That is the, mm. you guys have said it before, that's the defining moment. Mm. Wow. When I said, no, mm -hmm. I'm not doing that song, mm. yeah. Sleeping with an Angel, <laughs> whatever that was. Yeah. 
But it, there's so many elements in yeah. this thing. But I think uh, I think that's the one that really sticks out right now after the movie's done. It's kind of the centerpiece. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is when God yeah. took you to a way you don't. And I think He's still taking you somewhere. It, it's it's, it's interesting to me. I love that. I'm thankful that it was you who who kind of put the story together because you can see. I think you're right. If if my dad or if they did the movie, I don't know what the the main theme would have been for you yeah. guys. I think it's hard to do your own because you think something. Oh, people are not going to be interested in that. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. They're not. They don't Absolutely. Like, that. And like the, Charlie, he yeah. was a hit in the movie. Yeah. Everybody since I've talked, man, that Charlie. I got. I, gotta I tell, would have never put that story in. I got to tell a little bit about Charlie. The guys were coming in. I met them outside. I said, guys, Charlie couldn't make it. I'm so sorry. Uh, but your other friend, Phil, what, Phil. Phil is Phil. here. Mm-hmm. And I had Charlie in the back. Uh-huh. I want to be a surprise. It's hard to fake a surprise. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. So uh, Charlie was anxious, man. <laughs> like he started running. I said, no, no, they're not. And so when they came to the door, I said, go, Charlie. <laughs> oh, and he went and didn't stop. Let, He's a wild man. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you, uncles and dad, when you were watching the movie, obviously you guys know the sto- your own story, but was there anything that stood out seeing it in that platform to you that maybe hit you in a different way? Like, wow, this was an important moment in our lives. Or uh, was there anything that stood out in particular to you guys? Yeah, I think for me, I mean, I I go to enough movies and uh, I don't think I laughed as hard as I did just Hmm. watching our own story, which was unique. I mean, I could hear voices behind me. And then afterwards, the text and the emails and the phone calls. Man, you guys are hilarious. I've never never viewed myself as a comedian. Uh-huh. And so uh, I'm glad it brought laughter and joy to people in, in our stories that were depicted that night. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. There was a lot of laughter, which was I, that's always a good sign to me. Um, I was trying to put myself in... in um, watching it from the perspective of somebody who didn't know the story, which is really hard, you know, because I'm in the story. But um, the thought to me was maybe if I didn't know the, you know, that this was about a band or what the story was about. It was interesting, and this is, again, credit to you, Mike, where the the first part of it is about this this man, you know, um, tragic situation with his mother adoption all the all that um drama and so it's really about the story of moses katina and then he kind of you know it kind of disappears and it's about this band of brothers but it all makes sense um but then at the end what's really powerful is that man shows up again Mm -hmm. and he talks about um he says a line about man it's a miracle Mm -hmm. so Even in a 90-minute documentary-style film, there was a, there was some twists. Yeah, that was I thought really pretty pretty amazing to do that in 90 minutes. I mean, and I, I wanted to I wanted to keep I didn't want anybody really see your dad to the very okay. I want to leave that kind of a surprise. Even when I, I first brought him in, I didn't, he was at the airport. I didn't put his name, but yeah. is that their dad? Yeah. Then later, you know, I didn't want to introduce him yeah. earlier. Yeah, I wanted to kind of. Yeah, save that part. Today. You did. It was yeah. beautifully done. And I remember we had this discussion before, only months ago. Like even the story was written out, and I remember we said, "Mike, 
such a big part of our story is our families, our wives and our kids. They're not in it. And, uh, and I think just the way you brought it in towards the end, whether, I don't know how long that moment was, was two minutes between all of us, two or three minutes. I, I just thought, man, that was a beautiful uh, way because it just took. I don't think it was a. Br- it was just took it smooth and then, and here they are. Mm-hmm. This is really what the story is about. Well, it worked perfectly because we. I had that little section in it, even before I put the family pictures in of you guys talking about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, introducing Joe, Joe's, um, blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay, let's put the pictures there. You yeah. Know? So it made sense when it's y'all beautiful. came to me. But y'all came to me with that. Yeah. James is futuristic. He hated that, but (laughs) he hated that. But that was one of the biggest laughs. Okay, do you know that he did not know that he the first time he saw after we all said he's future, and then he his opening line was when I think about the future. He never heard that until the theater. theater. He's like a laugh. He asked me more than once. Can you take some of those (laughs) out? (laughs) We had to have five times. I said no. Trust me, people are going to laugh about that. Hey, we had a a, a, just another compliment from our our friend Toby Mack, who just was so so honored that he was on it and he came to the premiere, and he just said, "Man, you guys touched on some very difficult things, and you did it just seamlessly." And uh, that's credit to you, just how you you weave that in, just you know, death, divorce addiction even i think the part of you know what we, we were like the thank you part where man we just thought we were a good band what's going on how come it's happening for everyone else and not us i think that authenticity and that whatever insecurity or shame or whatever it was just introduced in there that man everybody faces that yeah you i don't think you ever arrive to a place where you don't have those thoughts anymore right and people so, need to hear that you yeah. know they look at you and any other artist, man, they got life. They got it made. They just fly in. They come in. They, they have no worries. They have no. But everybody's got a story. Yeah. yeah. But Toby, get back to Toby. He kind of he came up to me and when we got out, kind of shook my shoulder, said, "Man, that's a lot better than I thought it'd be." <laughs> <laughs> Is that a compliment? <laughs> that's funny, man. I don't. He didn't we'll know take what to expect. That's good. Man. Well, I, I, I'm glad you brought up that up, Dad, because. Mike, I have, I was watching it last night. I have a, a private link so I can watch it whenever I want. Did you pay? <laughs> um, oh, come on in, Uncle. Come on come in. Come on, Daddy. Uh, Uncle Yeti just showed up. <laughs> he's always late. He was late when we, when we were taping that first series. Yeah. When he, was, he was late for that announcement. Oh, yeah. He oh, was yeah, late he's for always late. Well, let me ask you this, Mike, because I was watching it and. I want to ask you about a creative decision that you made. Uh The way the movie starts, the first voice that you hear is Amy Grant's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not the Katinas. You lead with people who are not in the Katinas. I think it was Amy, Cece, Michael W. Smith, a handful of other people. What What went into that creative decision to start it off with outsiders talking about them? Well... The main thing he gives a okay, this looks like a real movie. Mm-hmm. We got Amy Grant in it. We got Michael W. People mm-hmm. recognize these people and their fans. And uh, there's several reasons, but I in the film they come up the back half of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to wait that long uh, to mm-hmm. first see them. So that's the main reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, good call. Yeah, and they're coming in the studio, getting ready. That's somewhat. There's not a lot of dialogue going on set behind. Right. It, so I wanted some. Dialogue, some teasers. It's kind of like yeah. teasers, like 
uh, I forgot exactly what they say, but it's just kind of odd and end stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that's mainly to inter- get them. They're in the movie, okay? Because you know they come in late back half. Of I, it. I thought that was a great decision, and I have one more question about something creatively you uh-huh. did. So I actually got to play a small role in the movie. I uh, there's some reenactments in the movie. I got to play my uncle Dave. And we filmed those reenactments in 2019, I yep. think. Yep. So I, I remember when we were filming those, it was in Samoa. And there's also some other uh, reenactments that you filmed. I was thinking, man, I'm not an actor. I, and I think everyone... I didn't give you a speaking part. <laughs> yeah, no, I had no lines. But I was just thinking, I can't believe they're having me and my cousins. We don't do this. We're not actors. They're having us do film these things it's gonna be weird when they put this in the movie but i i I thought that it was executed really well i thought that the reenactments definitely added to it well when y'all do any process what is this crazy guy doing having me do this but when we started that the brothers uh they gave me a list okay who 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 does who's plays joe so they told me who plays Jesse, you know, mm-hmm. it was just Boston. Mm-hmm. He was a little bitty guy, mm-hmm. and he looked like Jesse at that time. Yeah, but he, I, we couldn't have done it today because he's about six, true, seven yeah, seven foot yeah. tall. <laughs> yeah, so it was so. It, it was special to have the kids playing, you know, their dad. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of neat. Yeah, one of my favorite um, shots in the movie, I don't know, if, is of uh, Jackson uh, Rivers on the drums and Steel. But it's what's their what their backs are facing, but they're just jamming. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember, it's in the patio. It's just oh, yeah. it reminds me of all the hours of rehearsals yeah. that and practicing, man. But that shot was like wow. A lot of people don't know was. that these reenactments were done at the uh, at the original house at Samoa. Yep. yep. You know, so that's one. But no one knows it unless you tell them. So right. we went back there. That's actually the yard. How the yard looks. Oh, the patio might be a little different, but it's the same location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was beautiful. It, to me, one of the emotional moments was when I saw my cousin Shauna, see eyes, yeah. my grandmother's granddaughter playing, mm-hmm. playing my grandmother. Oh. I don't know. I, there was something about that. I was like, man, it's beautiful. She that did a good job. Her she granddaughter did. is representing her on film yeah. and. Um, I was thinking about that Monday so night. Man, I don't know what, what you know people in heaven if they know how much they know what's going on here. But I, mm-hmm. your mom, mm-hmm. I, if she saw that, you know, I don't know. If God, I would think there's some way that okay, come here, see. I want you. To see. Yeah, there's special times I think yeah. they can look down on us. Man, I think that might be one time. Yeah. You know, Mike, I think I was sitting there <clears throat> going through a myriad of emotions during the whole time. And any time a picture of my mom would come up, I, I sensed I like, I, and I'd look kind of down the row to my fa- our wives and kids because we we're all sitting to each other, next to each other, and I thought, oh my gosh, my mom is in this place right now. She is, and then she's in that movie, and she's yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Another cool piece about the film is uh, that night, Monday night, when people walked into the theater. Every seat was draped with a T-shirt that had the title of the film, Love God, Love People. And it was, uh, it was on screen, Love God, Love People. And there have been some questions since then, like, why, why was the, uh, never seen a font like that? It was just plainly written, Love God, Love People. Well, we didn't, 
we forgot to let people know that that font and that writing was our dad's writing. And uh, he's recently been diagnosed with Parkinson's, but uh, there's a lot of pain and joy. Just the journey is depicted on in, yeah, in that font, cool. Love God, Love People. Did he so. do that recently? Yeah. Were yep. You? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I think Kate told me about that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, this, uh, there's just so, a lot of elements. You know, the first element there, you talk about Toby, said uh, there's a lot of sections in this, and it's kind of, it's not preachy, it's not in your face, mm -hmm. but your grandmother, your biological grandma, mm -hmm. that one decision, wow. you know, if she went the other way, none of us would be here, mm -hmm. alive. Mm-hmm. None of you guys mm -hmm. would be alive. Mm-hmm. So, and that's such a strong pro-life yeah. message. Each yeah. baby, I don't yeah. care, even conception, you're mm -hmm. a child. Yes. You know, it, it just don't make sense to me. Yeah. yeah. If there was a, in California, if I go to a condor, destroy an egg, they're going to put me in prison. Mm. Mm. If they go and uh, abort a six-month-old child, mm -hmm. no big deal. Mm. Just think of the logic. It's yes. just so... Anyway, that's a different. But. <laughs> no, that's good, Mike. I, uh, well, well, once uh, the uh, movie, the screening was over, obviously us, six of us brothers, which that was another highlight to have our brother Dave with us. Oh, man, I'm glad Dave got and, to. Uh, wow. Well, so when we were up there, my I forgot to take my watch off. My phone was blowing up, and it was my brother-in-law, Rob, from Washington. He was calling, and I was like, okay. You know, he didn't know we were up. Uh, right. And so after I called him, and he said, man, Joe, there are so many powerful messages in here that it's going to take me a while to process. That's why people want to see it twice. Yeah, he said, <laughs> what, what, what was the message of that? Well, he said there was so many. Another friend of ours, he goes, dude, it's, like Jesse said, you guys had so many one-liners in there. You guys are funny. I'm like, really? <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Got to go on a comedy show now. <laughs> well, I did want to say this. So one of the missions of Katina Ministries is to invite people into spiritual family through songs and stories. Mm -hmm. And this movie, there's songs, but there's a lot of stories. Mm -hmm. And I find it interesting, you know, Dad, I think you've said something similar to this. I'm thankful that, Mike, because of you and, and your team and your, your work, that we have this story now in a platform that we've never had before, mm -hmm. that one day... God willing, when I have kids, I can share this story with them mm -hmm. and say, this is, this is your great-great-grandmother. This is your great-grandfather. Um, this is the story of, of where your family comes from. But I know that in the history of Samoan people, written, um, the written history is not very extensive. Mm -hmm. The way that Samoan people tell their history, the way they pass it down is through story, by word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And as I was watching my dad and my uncles share this story, I was, I was just thinking, this is so perfect that it, th there's something cultural about telling a story for Samoan people, mm -hmm. that they have this opportunity to share this story, and this is how it's going to be passed down through the generations. Mm -hmm. I believe that my grandkids are going to watch this movie. Oh, your great grandkids. Yes. Great, great, great kids. And, and I think it's a great honor to the history of my culture that we have this story now 
that um, is going to be able to share, be shared through generations. So I want to thank you for giving. Yeah, us and that I try to when you. I do these things, I try not to date it. Mm-hmm. Like a current event, I kind of keep it. It's not, you know, everything's dated because of your certain ages, but mm-hmm. there's not like a night, you know, it's not really dated. Mm-hmm. So it's going to stand a time. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, thank gosh, you know, history of film is less than 50 years, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, even less than that for an average person to get a camera and go out and do stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got a flat, you know, a platform where their, our grandparents didn't have. Yeah. And uh, so it's, uh, no, it's going to be around. I tell I tell a lot of people that, you know, especially young people. I did an opera not too long ago. It was all young people. And they, oh, Mike, you know, you know how filming is. You huh. set up, I only use one camera. Yeah. Like, you know, you basically use one camera when you make films. Do it again, do it yeah. again. And I kind of encourage them, you know, your great great grandkids are going to see this. Then mm-hmm. they kind of start thinking about it. Yeah. Then they, okay, it's going to outlove us. It's going to outlove us. But one more thing before I think when I'm thinking about it. Yeah. This has been a very difficult project. For one reason, I've never, I didn't really think about this going in. It's kind of a blessing and a curse. I had so much material to work with. You know, Counting Dave, I got six stories to tell. You saw my paperwork of transcripts. Yeah. So it's a, and a compliment to the brothers. I could have, I could have, I could have picked only one. I could have picked John. He could have told the whole story. Mm-hmm. They're all so good at telling the story, articulate, they're, they're great. My problem was, who do I use to say this? Mm. Who do I use to say this? And give them like equal time. Mm. So that was, normally a documentary like these, it's kind of like a, a, a good example. It was a thousand word puzzle. This was a hundred thousand word puzzle. Because mm. there's so many options. Mm. Which is kind of good. You want a lot of options, but there, it was really a, a beast. I used the word the beast. But it's a blessing too, because they're, and when I said that, there is no discrepancies in their story. A couple minor things, but 99%, they were right on. So I could use, like I said, I could have used John to, to do the whole thing. I could have used Jesse to do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Who do I use? It was so yeah. hard because you guys are so good well, at bro, telling the story. I thought the people you picked for whatever lines was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, and it could be, you could get 100 editors and it'd be 100 different versions. Yeah. Sure. So I just relied, totally, God, tell me who to use. It's mm-hmm. mind-blowing. It just That was a really a big burden. Mm-hmm. Who do I use? Mm-hmm. So I just relied on the Holy Spirit to tell, yeah. me, tell me who to use, mm-hmm. who to cut. Yeah. Because uh, I had a lot of those places, you know, when you guys were saying the same thing, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. I could yeah. have done that forever because they were funny. Because, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys were so consistent, you know. But my first cut, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but my no, first cut was... Uh, Two hours, I didn't even get you out of Tacoma. Oh, wow. <laughs> I said, man, I, I got to, because like I say, it was hard. Yeah. Like you'd, uh, I'd be on Joe, for example. He'd start, man, I, I, I got to keep going with that. It's so good. I, I, can, I can't cut it. Yeah. You know, wow. so you got to, you got, to, that was hard to cut. Well, let me ask you this, Mike. Yeah. What was, is there a story in your mind that sticks out that didn't make the film that, what was the hardest story for you to, okay, to one, cut out? Okay, one, soon as you said that, the first thing popped my yeah. mind, you know, the grandma. People loved the grandma story. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, they did. The picture you used was perfect, too. <laughs> the man. mean grandma. It looked like a story. It's the only one I had. <laughs> uh, there's a little section I took out of that. Uh, the mean grandma. Uh-huh. 
they would go Halloween. Oh. And they would take their, back in those days, and I still see it. Some kids came to my house the other day, pillowcases uh-huh. that they take candy, I guess because you can fill up more. Uh-huh. So they would go Halloween, fill up those pillowcases with, with all their candy. The mean grandma would say, kids, put it all on the floor. Each of you pick 10 pieces. The rest of it, we're going to send to the cousin Samoa. Man, she was mean. Man, that's mean. That is mean. That's childhood trauma hey, right there. Hey, yeah. that's the real reason why we shipped her out. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Can't take it. We our need candy. our candy. Yeah, and I'm thinking, how's that chocolate candy going to make it to Samoa without... It didn't Melting. matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It, it might have ended up in Grandma's pillowcase, actually. I bet so. Uh, and like Sam said, that's a mean old woman. That's awesome. Well, Mike, I know that um, our family is just filled with gratitude for all the work that you put in on this. And I want to give my dad and my uncles just a chance as we close um, to share the gratitude that we have for Mike with him. Yeah, Mike, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank Danielle, who's not here, for just letting you travel to Samoa, travel to Nashville. Uh, This the team you created, Dustin, everyone. I think that's the other thing that, you know, as Jesse said, we don't know this industry. We know that any good product takes a lot of work, a lot of people, Mm -hmm. a lot of money. Thank you, Matt and Maria and... Thank you for staying the course. Thank you for, uh, e- even though you bugged us, I still think you used, you, you were probably more sensitive just because like, well, I got to ask, but I, you trying to respect time. And I just want to thank you for, for the, your diligence and your perseverance to uh, help us tell our story in an excellent, beautiful, creative way that none of us could have done it on our own. So Thank you for directing it and just for investing in our family and our kids and our grandchildren, the way we feel like this story is going to impact generations. Uh, it's because of you. So thank well, you. Well, I appreciate it. You know, like, like I said earlier, you know, God prompted me and Matt to do this. So we loved you guys and we knew there's a story, but it was him. He, mm-hmm. you know, I could have, that's a lot of work. I'm not doing that because mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm pretty busy to start with. Mm-hmm. But it was God, you know, it was God. He wanted this done, and I think he did his own timing. Yes. We had some kid backs, you know, we was, I was ready to start doing my interviews with Toby and the guys like that, and COVID hit. Yeah. I couldn't travel. They didn't want to be around anybody, mm-hmm. uh, affect their travels. So we had some kinks, and we, uh, but I think all those, you know, like I said, we couldn't do those reenactments today. The kids mm. are too big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was all God's timing. I mean, in fact, I think Monday night was God's timing yes. for some reason. We sure. don't know this stuff. Yeah. We cannot see the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We try to do the best we can, and I try not to worry about the kinks that come up. But yeah, yeah I appreciate that, and I really appreciate you guys trusting me to do it. Mm-hmm. Who is this, my guy? Mm-hmm. You know, who? What, what, he's done. What is? Mm-hmm. What's he gonna do? You know. Mm-hmm. Mike, I'm thankful for, uh, I think, through the 10 years plus of um, sharing our story, you asking more about our story, um, there was a a real friendship that developed between you and us. You've always been encouraging, uh, whether we were together to, you know, uh, film or shoot for for Love God, Love People, or it was just to hang out. Um, And we've, we've got to know you and Danielle and your your story, your personal story. 
with Jessica and Jessica's house. And so sometimes you have uh, working relationships that just pretty much start and end with, with work. Uh, but with you, is I think it's refreshing that we are, are truly family. Okay. And I feel like, and Josh said it earlier, I'm really excited about um, more stories, whether it's just about the Katinas or people that we know mm -hmm. that, Lord willing, we can uh, work with you and, and Matt. Um, sure. Because it really is about the journey that people go through that is so Im impacting and it moves people. And that's kind of the season we're at as we continue to write songs and and share our stories. Yeah, Mike, I'm thankful just for our friendship. This is not a relationship where we're just working on a documentary, but we're, we're, uh, we're better for it to have you and Danielle in our lives as friends. And thank you for your patience of walking us through something that we've never done before. Yeah. I feel like we're creative people, but uh, going through this process, man, I guess you're never too old to learn something new. And so uh, it's been enjoyable just seeing this whole project come together. And uh, at least that night, the premiere, people were impacted. And so I look forward to uh, many more stories from, uh, from this documentary. Yeah, I think there are going to be thousands. Like you said, if it won, it's worth it. Yeah. You know, because that one person could affect generations. Mm -hmm. And it could go on. He, he could be the next Billy Graham, yeah. you know, down. We don't know these things. Only God does. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, thank again for letting me do it. Yeah. Trusting me. And I know I bugged you guys. Oh, man. You got this picture? You yeah. got that? Bro, I remember walking into the office and having bags and boxes of VHS and pictures yeah. and then feel good about it and then we get a text hey i need another i'm like come on mike we you have everything we <laughs> no, got we, the thing about documentaries movies are easier i go shoot a movie and i'm i'm on set for six weeks it's done there's no more filming you use what you got but documentaries are living and breathing i remember just a few weeks ago i was down interviewing greg Laurie. yeah so you can always add yeah oh there's another picture we found <laughs> mm -hmm. there's another video we found so you got to get to a point I'm done. Yeah. But uh, but you, st you guys got any more pictures? <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to seeing your name on my phone oh, now. They're going to erase my number on They're going to block it from now on. Well, Mike, yeah. you did an excellent job, and I, I believe that um, this won't be the last we hear from you. I think there's greater things coming from, from you and, and, and Creation Lab, and um, we're thankful to – to, to call you friend and call you family. And uh, to those of you who maybe you haven't gotten to see the movie yet, um, we're still working everything out, but I can tell you very soon, we'll make sure you have an opportunity to watch this story um, that Mike and my dad and uncles have worked so hard on for the last 10 years. But Mike, thank you so much for being here, man. Yeah, we got one little hidden secret, Josh. You, yep. got, you got one or two songs in the, on the movie yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was listening. I got to hear. I was like, oh, yeah. Nobody <laughs> knows, but I know. That was me. Uh, West Main is on the, tr <laughs> on the track. Awesome. Yeah, I had Sam in the studio. We were doing some, uh, we were doing some songs. One of my goals, I wanted every song to be Katina's. Mm. And speaking of that, we got pieces of 63 songs in this wow. movie. So Sam was in the studio with me, and uh, we were looking for stuff. And he had a, man, I just got some songs here. I think we might be able to use some of that because I need some upbeat. Music for documentaries and music, and uh, they're tricky because you want the emotion. Mm -hmm. 
and certain songs you think, oh, it's going to work now, but when you get it in there, that's not working. And some songs you don't think is going to work, you get it, oh man, that, that's going to fit. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, congratulations, Josh. Thank you, thank you. Once we're done, I'll send you my invoice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you send that to Sam. All right, all right. Thank you again, Mike, for right. being here, man. Thanks, Josh. It. Yep. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day. Bye.